Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, you guys? Welcome back. Let's talk some trades for our teams this week. And actually, the People Squad are going to be holding steady and not making any trades. And that's to do with a few factors here. We didn't really have too many players that we were looking at trading out. Um, we also are holding 12 players playing this week, which is you know, pretty good. I feel like it's pretty much on the money. And we'll, we'll cover a little chat about you know, the, uh, the types of players in terms of you know, what type of score they're going to get. Maybe a bit of a projected um, scoreline for our team this week. And, and why we didn't make any trades. So sitting up top with Brails is obviously you know, we're keeping him. He uh, was potentially a captaincy option. The team has decided to go with Nico Hines and no trades this week. So probably E. Watson and Fleggs in our mids, and, and that's going to you know, give us a pretty solid return there. Pango Jr., another gun that's going to give us a solid return. We are playing Moses and Gamble in our halves, which will be okay. Gamble's one of those guys that we're hoping for like a 30, which would be nice. Just to add to the totals there. Two guns in Peachy and Olam, with obviously Olam having a, a bit of a struggling time at the moment. But um, I personally think the Storm will win pretty comfortably, and, and hopefully he... He can do well this week with um, with a lot of their guys out. Maybe he has to step up a little bit more. Let's hope so anyway. Uh, so Peachy Nolan, Hines, and Dane Laurie at our at our wing fullback spot. And then just Spencer on the interchange. And, and now we'll, we'll focus on a couple of the guys that you know we that aren't playing this week and would we trade them or not. And for Fida, I think we're just holding him for the rest of the year. There's no point holding him this far and then moving him on now. Hopefully he comes back and returns and plays in 14. That would be ideal. But if he doesn't, I suppose we kind of expected it at the same time. But we're, we're going to hold steady is the, you know, clearly the best edge in the game at the moment at price of 915k. So our second most pop, uh, second highest priced player in the game. So that's that there. Trevojevic we're holding. Again, might, might have a, a random game or two where he gets rested as well. But clearly the, the best wing fullback in the game currently playing and currently scoring you know, with, with Pat being out. So Tommy has to stay. Especially at this stage, when we're sitting with 17 trades, I think you've got to keep these guys and hold steady. Uh, Reese Walsh is turning into a, a gun very quickly, and yeah, he might be out for round 14, but we also have to to say that you know, price of 540k, that's way better than a you know what he, he's averaging way better than a 40 average. So we've got to hold him. We've got to hold Teddy for sure. I think at this price, it'd be silly to trade him out. If he was about 800k, he could be like, oh well, he's probably going to miss a couple of games here and there, but. You know, at 600k, people are going to be wanting to pick him up after this first origin, I reckon, with him only possibly missing one more game in 17. So, got to hold him steady. With Schuster, I think, you know, 
having him as a 52-point scorer who's going to play 17, remember how many, how many guys we're going to have in 17? You know, right, right now, this team has Walsh, Schuster, Harris, and Avrilo. Only four players available for 17. So we've got to keep Schuster until, until round 18, I think, would be smartest. Toe Harris is the gun, uh, the you know, second best middle slash edge at the moment, uh, especially price-wise. Cleary, we're not trading. Crichton will be back in round 14. We're not trading him. And then Avrilo is like uh, the best center at the moment. So there's really no need to make any trades this week. And that's kind of good, how you got to look at your team. It's like, is this guy going to serve a purpose as you know, a pretty close to a keeper? Are they making you money? And if they aren't serving any of those purposes, then you should trade them out this week. I think that's the smartest thing, the smartest idea to do, unless you're sitting there with very minimal trades, like a 12 trades or 13 trades or something like that, then that's the way to go. Um, the guys that are sitting there on like 250, 300K that aren't really doing much for you, they're kind of just an extra number for this week, or you know, maybe they can be an extra number in 17, then there's no point trading them out and doing a sideways trade just for this week. I think that would be the smartest idea. So that's the people's squad at the moment. I move to my team and just making one trade for the week, so getting me down to 17 trades, and that's just trading out Starling. So I'm just going to put it down to it being a mistake or a little bit unlucky or however we want to play it. It's a mistake. Let's move on. Starling straight to Jack Bird. He's someone that I've really wanted to have in my squad. I keep telling everyone to get him in there. Averaging 41 and should be you know should be averaging higher than that. You know based on on the majority of his scores since he's been you know back playing properly. Uh, and feeling confident and strong. And he moves to the second row this week, which I think is only more beneficial, if not just as good. Uh, so he comes in. It gives me cover in the center position. I now have Opa, Bird, and Joey Manu. So if any of those ha- guys happen to miss a week, I don't have to make a trade for the centers. That's kind of my thoughts there. And this actually gives me 14 players. So not a complete overload where it's 15, 16, 17, and I've got no players for 17. At this stage, I currently have five playing in round 17. So Reese Walsh, Roger, Schuster, Joey Manu and Harris with five. So I'm pretty happy with that. And with 17 trades, if I can use seven trades over the next uh, bunch of weeks, and that, you know, it's giving you know, seven to eight to nine trades even, if I leave myself with eight or nine to 10 after round 17 to, to build my gun, finishing gun 17, I think that would be ideal. Um, and doing it, you know, around those five players, I think is going to be a smart idea. You know, you, making those trades is what I was going to say is, there's going to be suspensions, there's going to be injuries. I might end up with 10 to 12 in round 17. I think that's going to be completely fine without really damaging the amount of keepers I have in my side. So in terms of my team here, we got, as I said, 14 playing this week, which should see me improve my ranking. So 1,400, I mean, I'd be expecting with this type of team that I'm going to go through, if they all play close to what they, I'm expecting them to, then I should see myself move into the top 1,000, I think, this week. And, and that's kind of the benefit of, of having some extra players and having some extra trades is... Is that you can you know you can trade or trade fairly hard this week if you needed to. I obviously didn't need to with all my uh, all my fringe guys making it back into the team and Lucy getting off his suspension things like that. Obviously helped me out, but you know the majority of people uh, who have set themselves up well for the buyers will be able to benefit from that. So Braley, Papali'i, Watson, and Stefano. So Stefano should play a fairly normal role and get thirty to forty uh, points this week. You've got Lucy and Madison who. You'd say a cumulative score should be about 100 between the two of them, similar to what they did last week. Obviously, you'd hope for Maddo to play a little bit better this week and Lucy maybe down in the 50 somewhere. Uh, sitting with Foggs, and you should hope that he gets somewhere in the 50s. They're obviously playing... Who are they playing? Uh, Melbourne. Yeah, so that might be a slightly tough game for him, but with all the Melbourne players out, you think uh, he should be able to do okay enough. Opacic and Bird, you'd be hoping for you know, an average of 
75 to 80 between the two of them, so around a 40 average, what they're both averaging. Then you've got Laurie, Dewey, and Hines. So I think that's a really solid wing fullback uh, system for this week. And then Spencer starting should get some decent minutes, which should mean some decent points with his amazing PPM. And Alvaro somewhere in the mid-30s. So I think the, the team's looking pretty solid this week to, to get a really nice score and hopefully get into the top 1,000. If I don't get into the top 1,000 this week, I'll be pretty... Um, I think it was a pretty a pretty bad week, let's say that. I'd be pretty surprised for sure if that didn't happen. I think a lot of people I'm seeing have 10, 11, 12, 13. So anything 14 and above is going to be a big win this week for sure. But just making sure that you're not really putting yourself out for around 17. If you have a lot of origin players, then that could be a little bit of an issue. But if you don't, like myself, obviously got rid of Pap and Fafita. I will have to get them in back in you know the back end of the year, but it's going to help me through this period. So if I if I save enough trades, then I'll be able to get to those guys. So that's that there, and then we move on to the alternates. And it was a bit of a tough one this week as to what I should do with you know, sitting there with thirteen players. I had Kurt Mann, who's coming off the bench, and I'm like, Ugh, is he going to be a keeper long term? Probably not. That was a little bit unlucky, but also slightly a mistake. What I've actually decided to do is make two trades, and I have brought Albert Kelly in. I just think he's going to get a little bit of a run. In this, in this side, and I think I'll try and move him on around round 17 or 18 when he's made 100 or 150K and scored you know, somewhere around 35 to a 40 average is what we'd be hoping. You're also hoping that you know, that he doesn't have like a three or whatever the gamble got. So I've got Kelly and Gamble in this team. I think making that decision, I'm, I'm just going for it really. I've, I had 20 trades at the start of the week, so I decided to use two. So still sitting in eight with 18 after this week, and that allowed me to go Kurt Mann to, to Jerome Hughes. And it'll be nice to see him in, in the squad. I don't have Nico Hines in this team, so it'll be good to see uh, one of the Storm players at least doing well for this team. Um, but we sit with 14 players coming into this week, and, and the guys we're holding are Avrilo, Crichton, Schuster, and Fafita, which is really solid, and just Simkin there, who's just going to sit there doing nothing, unfortunately. But you know, to have a team with Gamble, Kelly as sort of your, your lower scorers with Spencer... And also, that's about it, really. So as your low scorers. And then you've got McCulloch in there, Braley, Watson, Twal, Papali'i as captain at the moment. I'm going for that one. Hopefully you can get a really big score. Pangai Jr., Moses and Hughes is a really nice halves combo. Bird and Peachy is a good center combo. And then just Dane Laurie down the bottom. So it would be nice for, for To'o to be playing, but unfortunately he made the origin team. But, you know, good work for him. Um, but that's about it, guys. I think the team... Obviously needs some work. I was thinking about, do I just go nuts and make all these trades and get like 16, 17 players playing this week and make a big run for it? But I still think 14 will be enough. Leaves me with 18 trades to really trade hard over this next period. I think that's going to be the goal. Trade really hard over this, get a good 17, uh, round 17 team together and then see what see what happens and just trade heavy uh, and, and try and get through the rest of the year and try and get into the top 5K will be the goal from where we're at now at 18,890. Plenty of work to do. Hopefully can eventually get Cleary back into the team. Well, he was never in the team, but to get Cleary into the team at some point, um, if there's an injury to some one of these guys, or you know, hopefully Cleary for this team, not for everyone else's team and my own team, but hopefully Cleary gets rested in a game or two, which will help this team get back into the money there. So you know, 1.2 million is going to take a lot to get him back into the side. And, and you know, targeting Toe Harris next week, we've got Reese Walsh to target. We have... Yeah, they're, they're the kind of guys that target Tom Trevojevich, these types of guys. So, yeah, that's the that's the teams at the moment, guys. I hope you got a lot out of this. It helped you uh, when thinking about your side and, and kind of the makeup of your team and what you need for round 13 and 17. And we'll catch you in the next one, team. Please hit like and subscribe. We'll catch you then. Bye, guys. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.